Hey there, not to scare you right before this episode starts, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. You might notice that the audio here is not great quality. That's because I'm using my headset mic. I wanted to give you a heads up that I'm having some sort of problem with my desktop and unfortunately didn't realize until I after I had recorded the entire episode that there's some sort of problem between the connection of my good mic and the computer itself. Uh, which you'll hear me complain about at the beginning of the episode anyway, and there is unfortunately some awful crackling in the episode. Uh, it's not the whole time, but I did just want to apologize for that and let you know that I already know that it's in there. So uh, please forgive me. We will have it fixed by the time the next episode comes out. Thank you very much, and mwah! <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to NP Cree. I haven't edited this episode yet, so I don't know what song it's going to be, but you might have noticed there's probably going to be a new song as the intro to this podcast. Remember how I mentioned uh, January would, well, I didn't mention January. Remember how I mentioned December would probably be a little busy and frantic and I might be slow to upload an episode? Guess what? I was. I was super fucking busy. I was so busy. I had to travel for work. I had Christmas stuff. I had, you know, I had a, I didn't get COVID luckily, but I had a scare where I was exposed like directly to it. And then I was all paranoid and stressed. And then my partner was just here visiting. So I did not have time to, uh, to, to record an episode and I'm sorry, but I'm back. It's 2023, but I just went to start recording this episode like 10 minutes ago. And when I did my computer blue screened and the drive that has all of the stuff that I was previously using as like templates for this podcast died. It's gone. <laughs> I don't know. I'll look at it later. I suspect maybe my motherboard on my desktop is dying. Hope not because I don't have the money to replace that right now. So we'll see. <laughs> I might be straight up console gaming soon. Never, never in my life. Uh, but actually, I mean, it's not that bad. I would, I would be fine with that until I could afford a new motherboard. But I really just hope that I don't have to do that because that would suck. <laughs> but anyways, I'm back. Part of the reason that I was so busy in December is that every year I record a top 10 favorite video games that came out in 2022 list and I make a YouTube video for it. I've made it since I think 2019. And so they're all up on YouTube. If you have any interest, my YouTube is youtube.com slash Creaston. I think I just realized I forgot to say the name of this podcast. Hi, welcome to NP Cree. Um, anyways, <laughs> now that we're in it, I had a plan and I always talk about every year that I want to make another video to go over the top 10 games of the year for me that were backlog entries. So games that didn't come out in the year for the list that I'm making, but I never do it because it's a lot of work and every year I underestimate how much work it is to put together the video. But now I have this new shiny podcast called NP Cree, not Viva Lost Gamers. And what better place to go over my top 10 list of backlog entries than the place where I've already discussed these games in depth. So all of these games are games that I played this year 
but didn't necessarily come out this year. So I wanted to take my top 10 and, and just go over them real quick. So that's going to be this episode. Um, you know, before we get into the list, I do just want to say, you know, New Year, I have the same plans where I'm going to I'm going to try and play as many backlog games as I can. But I'm not making a pledge this year to not buy new games because there's so many games coming out this year that I want. Like already Fire Emblem comes out in like two weeks and I've got that on pre-order. I want the new Jedi game. Oh man, what else? There's just so much stuff. There's so much stuff coming out that I uh, that I want to play. And on top of that, now I finally got into like shiny hunting and Pokemon and doing raids in Pokemon. And now I just want to, now I just want to play Pokemon all the time. So Oh man, it's going to be a mess this year. I don't know how I'm going to have time for all the games I want to play, but I'm going to find it where there's a will, there's a way, but I have lots of other goals. So I'm going to keep myself nice and busy. I think that that's enriched. I'm going to be enriched. I'm going to be, my, my brain's going to grow 10 sizes like the Grinch's heart. I do really appreciate everybody's patience. Like if you're here listening to this, thank you for your patience. I know that I really like fell off the grid in, in December, but this year I'm really going to, I have a, I even, I never write down my goals. I'm just don't do that. But I wrote down my, my goals this year and on my goals, I have keep up the podcast on the list. It's written down and I also have get back into streaming. So I'm hoping to stream a little bit more consistently as well. So, I mean, that's all dependent on how this computer holds together. So fingers crossed for that. But, you know, I, I appreciate it. And without further ado, I say we just hop into this top 10. I will say I usually have like a honorable mentions that I go through. But this year I didn't, I don't feel like I needed, there was anything that I was like, oh man, I wish this could be on the list, but it's not. I feel like everything that made it onto my list was like, yep, that's right. And then, you know, there was like a perfect amount of games. There was just like 10 games that I wanted to put on the list. So it was great. Uh, so let's let's get to it then. Number 10 on the list this year is Bear's Restaurant. So to recap, Bear's Restaurant is a little indie game where you are a cat and you're serving people. Well, not necessarily people. They can. I think there's also some animals and, you know, you're... You're feeding them their last meal. So they, they die, they come to you, you feed them their last meal based off of a memory. And then it's kind of like their last stage in life. It, that's what helps them pass on to the next stage. And there's a little more to it than that. Uh, but I thought it was really cute. It has uh, it has good music. I, I think when I talked about it, I mentioned my only qualm with it and why it's lower on the list is that sometimes it felt like it was trying a little too hard to evoke certain emotions in me. And I, I don't like, I don't like being told what to do. You know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not explicitly telling me what to do, but you know what I mean? I don't, I just don't like when media is very over the top, like, you know, it needs to be a little more subtle than, <laughs> than this was, uh, but it was still, it's fun. I think it's worth a playthrough. It's short. It's only a couple of hours. There's some kind of like DLC at the end of it, but it's included in the game. And I think that if I had played the game before that additional content was added, I would have been dissatisfied with the ending. But with that extra content, like if you play this game, make sure you play that extra content. I think it it fills in the gap quite nicely. Number nine for me was Spider-Man Miles Morales. I had actually started Miles Morales shortly after it came out, but I 
I just dropped it because it was too close to when I played Spider-Man itself, I think. And I will say I liked Spider-Man Miles Morales, but it's pretty much more of the same of Spider-Man. I don't think that there's anything notable that's like a huge improvement on the the original Spider-Man for PS4. It's still super fun. So if you like the original Spider-Man, I think you'll like Miles Morales. I do think the story has a lot of problems with it, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I know I had some very like specific qualms with the story, but I, right now they're all they're they're escaping me. I know I did do an episode of this podcast where we talked about it. So if you want to hear more of the rant, I'm sure it's in there. But you know, I I think it's I think it's fun enough. I like the soundtrack. Um, I like Miles the character, and you know you can't really go wrong with more Spider Man. I'm looking forward to the new one. That's gonna come out. I want. I want more of that. That's that'll be fun. I'm gonna get it. You know, I have a PS5, and games are finally coming out for the PS5 that are like worth getting. And so I'm. I'm. I'm getting a nice little growing collection there. So Spidles. Spidles man. It's me, Spidles man. Spidles man does whatever a Spidles can. Um, Spider Man Miles Morales is number nine. <laughs> Number eight on the list is Chivalry 2, which was a weird one because it technically came out last year, but it didn't come out on Steam until this year, I believe. And I love the first Chivalry. Like, oh man, I love the first Chivalry so much. I used to play it a ton. Uh, I was okay at it. I've never been super good at either one of these games, but it, they're fun. And in case you don't know what Chivalry is, it's an FPS, but it's not like with guns. It's with medieval stuff, you know, pikes, maces, uh, swords, <laughs> bows and arrows. Uh, it, there's a lot of different game modes like, you know, like King of the Hill, Deathmatch, Escort, all sorts of stuff. It's really fun. It's it's definitely has a learning curve. And I think part of the problem with chivalry as a whole is that it the player base drops off pretty fast so if you're not great at it hopping in can be a little rough because you're just going to get destroyed uh and it does kind of require a little bit of teamwork so playing as a solo player can be tough sometimes too but i i still think it's fun to jump in and just play a few rounds of and jump out like it's you know there's no commitment it's not like overwatch where i feel like in overwatch if i hop in a round i'm in that round it's kind of a dick move to ditch your team until the end of the round but I don't feel like that with Chivalry, you know? You can play on your own terms. Rounds are pretty short, like 20, 30 minutes. So, yeah, Chivalry 2. Give it a give it a shot. Give it a yell. If you play, there's two things you have to do. One, 100%, you need to play the tutorial. The controls in this game are a little elaborate. You need to play the tutorial. And two, you got to yell. You have to spam the yell button. It's, it's mandatory. Number seven on the list is Pokemon Shining Pearl. So that came out at the tail end of last year. And I actually did play, I played like most of it in 2021, but I played a good chunk of it in 2022. So I didn't consider it for 2021's list. And also it's, I mean, it's a remake and a lot of people didn't like the art style of this remake i didn't mind it too much when i first saw it i will say i thought it looked ugly as hell and i was like Ugh, what like why did they make it like this i certainly would prefer some different style i think but overall i mean it didn't distract from the game for me i thought it was fine 
It's been a really long time since I played the original Pearl. Actually, I think maybe I played Diamond. I don't remember. With Pokemon, I always flip-flop with like what version I get if they do a remake. Like for example, I played Gold as a kid. So then when Heart Gold and Soul Silver came out, I got Soul Silver. Just, you know, so I can say that I I played both versions. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I had Diamond. I don't know, who knows? It's on the shelf, I could go look, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> so the only thing with Pokemon Shining Pearl was that they added, you know, well, they didn't add the underground. The underground was in the original version, but in this version, in the remake, there's the underground and there's different Pokemon down there that you can catch. And I found that the underground, because I liked it. There's also this game you can play where you like uh, mine stuff out of the wall. And I, I really liked doing that. I just, I like that kind of stuff. Like in Mass Effect 2, if you remember, you can mine the planets. I love that. I would spend hours doing that. I don't know. I just like monotonous dumb shit. <laughs> I mean, I like Minecraft, but I don't like to build things. I just like to go collect things. So, I mean, that tracks for me. I just like to do that kind of stuff. But because I liked being down there so much and there would be unique Pokemon and uh, down there, I ended up super overleveled and I just steamrolled the rest of the game. And so it got a little like at near the end, I was just kind of going through the motions. But I think that that's kind of a Pokemon problem in general. They their battle system, they're stuck in this weird position where like their battle system is cumbersome. And it's not very fun to me, Pokemon battling. But the competitive scene, if you play it like you're a compet like how the competitive people play it, it is complex and it's more fun. But if you're just but you can't put that into the game because then the game will become too difficult for casual players. Like I personally would not like to play a game where the difficulty is to the level where I need to be setting up and minding my stat changes and stuff like that. So I think they're in a weird spot with combat and Pokemon, but they, but they, like level scaling to me is not the answer. I saw some people complaining that in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, it doesn't actually scale your level, but I don't personally think level scaling is fun. Um, I like the feeling of coming back to something over leveled and just squashing it. <laughs> I like that kind of stuff. So I don't really know what the solution is, but I will say if you play Pokemon Shining Pearl or Brilliant Diamond, don't go down to the underground and over the level the hell out of yourself and then steamroll through the game. Leave yourself a little bit of challenge, I guess. Uh, but I still I still thought it was fun. I mean, it's, it's Pokemon. There's not much to say. It's, it's a Pokemon game. It's a remake. It's a remake of a decent Pokemon game. The end. Number six on my list from this year was Resident Evil 3 Remake. So I think I've said it before many times, but I've never played any of the original Resident Evil games. I've only played the remakes for the most part, and Resident Evil 3 was no exception. I had a lot of fun with it. I bought it on sale. I, I think it's very important that you buy this game on sale because it's super duper short. So I don't have anything to compare this to as far as how the original was versus the new one, but I thought this game was fun. I had a good time with it. I played it on stream. It didn't take me very long to beat. I want to say like eight, nine hours, maybe. It's like, it's like as long as one of the campaigns in Resident Evil 2, which is why I think it's a little overpriced at its standard price, uh, but it was a good time. I mean, I think these Resident Evil remakes are all pretty solid. If they take a, they take a good thing and then just slap a new system on it and, I know some people don't like them, but you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with them. There's also not a ton to write home about with this one. I just thought it was a solid game. I think if you're interested, 
get it on sale and play it. It's fun. Number five for me was Final Fantasy III Pixel Remaster. So I only have a couple of Final Fantasy games that I haven't played left, and Final Fantasy III was one of them. So when I got my new Steam Deck, I was like, no questions asked, this is what I'm playing. I'm playing a Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster, and I picked, my choices were one, two, three, or five, and I picked three. And I really liked it. I, I've heard people say that they don't care for it that much, uh, but I I really liked it. I mean, the story is very generic, but you have to consider when it came out, you know? I don't think Final Fantasy was still relatively new, and sorry, forgot to silence my phone while recording this show, um, but in case anybody's interested, I could get $3 off when I spend $15 at Just Wing It. But anyways, Final Fantasy was very new at the time, and... Yeah, I mean, the systems were a little more rudimentary, and I don't think that there was necessarily the standard for these grand stories. You know, it, it had a story, but it wasn't... It, it, I didn't expect it to be anything like, you know, I didn't expect a Final Fantasy X or a Final Fantasy... You know, if I'm going to name, I, I shouldn't name which Final Fantasies I think have good stories because that's a whole topic in and of itself. But I didn't think it was it, it going to be like a later Final Fantasy game story. Um, it, it was fun. I, it was pretty simple. I think I've heard that Final Fantasy 3 is very hard in its original iteration. The Pixel Remasters, I could tell even without hearing that, that Pixel Remasters fix a lot of quality of life issues for these older Final Fantasy games that make them... A little easier uh like for example you can see hidden paths on the map very easily so you can find hidden items and side quests and stuff without much trouble and obviously with quick saving uh quick saving is huge you can you don't have to lose all this time if you die you can you know just pick up you can save right before the boss and then go try it again and again and again and you know it makes it a little easier to grind and stuff like that as well so I know that I went into it with an advantage, and maybe that's why I have a fonder opinion of it than people who played it in its original form, but I really liked it. Um, I still, this year, I do want to play Final Fantasy V and maybe even two uh, or one. We'll see. But I think probably I'll try two. I know people people have very controversial opinions about two as well. I've heard it's not great, but uh, I want to be able to say I've played every mainline Final Fantasy game, and I'm almost there. And I started five, and but I think it was just too soon after I played three, and it was very similar at the beginning. And uh, I need to I need to pick up where I left off with it. Number four for me was Life is Strange: True Colors. So, for context, I love the first Life is Strange, although. At the beginning, I had to be convinced to keep playing the first Life is Strange because I hated the first chapter, but then it grew on me and I really liked it a ton. Uh, and then I tried Life is Strange 2 despite hearing that it was not good and I couldn't even finish it. It is not good. I don't recommend Life is Strange 2, but I do recommend Life is Strange True Colors. I played this one on the PS5. I thought it was really good. It does fall into a lot of the same tropes as the first Life is Strange, but it looks really nice. And if you're in the mood for that type of game, I think it, it scratches all the right itches. It's got a nice story. The music, of course, is really good. Uh, like these games, always, I, even Life is Strange too. like the soundtrack is good. <laughs> you know, it's always going to have a good soundtrack if you like get sad indie music, <laughs> which I do. I love sad indie music. So, you know, it's made for me. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I think it just fell into some some of the same tropes as 
the first game. I know for a fact I talked pretty in-depth about this game a few episodes back, so if you're interested in hearing more about Life is Strange True Colors, I'd recommend listening to that episode. I don't want to bore anybody who's listened to every episode by just going into all the same details again, but uh, I liked it. It was a pretty solid game. I I did sell it. <laughs> I sold it to the used game store uh, because I don't anticipate myself ever replaying it, but it's fun. I, I'm happy that I played it, and it was a good game. Number three this year was Rhapsody, a musical adventure for the PS1. I loved this game. I, this is, I think I mentioned this, but I found this game. I didn't know what it was. I was just looking at games and then saw the description of this one was like a musical JRPG. <laughs> I was like, say no more. I bought it. I played it going in completely blind. I, I love this game. It's so, it's fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. It's corny. It's great. It's wonderful. It's amazing. <laughs> it's tailored for me. It's I think it's super fun. I actually I was thinking about this recently because a streamer that I follow uh, mentioned, you know, that their kids getting to the age where they want to kind of start showing them JRPGs. And I was thinking, I think this is like a perfect JRPG to get a kid started on. It is like a tactical RPG rather than a J like a straight up turn based JRPG. But um, it's still i think it's a it's very simple the combat is simple it's not too hard uh and it's the the story is very family friendly it's well i mean it does have some adult humor in it but i mean so did so do cartoons uh so i think it's a good starter or i think it's a good starter rpg for somebody who hasn't really played one um as long as i mean big big asterisk as long as you think they would like musicals and corny humor because not everybody would like that um you know liking musicals is definitely a big caveat i guess to consider because not everybody likes musicals which you know your loss you're missing out you're missing out on some great shit musicals are great everybody should like musicals uh but i understand i understand they're not for everyone <laughs> But yeah, I really liked this game a ton. I did. I don't remember when I recorded the episode if I knew this yet, but somebody commented on I have a TikTok where I post stream clips sometimes and there's a there is one from Rhapsody that's up and it gets a fair amount of views like from time to time. And I, somebody commented on there that it's out now on Steam. So if you are interested in Rhapsody, a musical adventure, it's been ported to the to the PC. So or the Steam Deck, if you have that. So if you're interested at all, it looks like it's a pretty fair price too. So I would jump on it. It's it's worth it. It's so silly. I I don't. It's such a silly game. Please play it. <laughs> Please play it and message me all the details of your playthrough. I I want to play by play. <laughs> Number two this year was unexpected for me. It was actually Plants vs Zombies. Like I said when I talked about it earlier in the episodes uh, that I played this. I was a hater. I really, at the time that this came out, I was like too cool for mobile games. I did not understand the hysteria. I, I'm actually also not very fond of like tower defense type games, which this kind of is. And I was wrong. I fully admit I was wrong. Plants vs. Zombies is very fun. It's extremely addicting. I 100% get how everybody was so into it. Obviously, the music is very amazing. That's the whole reason I played it in the first place is that I became a fan of the composer for the game. And the music is the music really, I think, plays a huge part in why this game is very good. Uh, but it is it's it's really a fun game. And if you buy the 
the, I think it's like the game of the year edition or something like that that's available on Steam, which is by the way, like only a dollar or something during sales. It's comes with all these little side mini games as well. So bonus content. And it's just, it's a really fun game. I can't speak for any of the sequels or spinoffs that came after the fact, but the original is fun. I think it's very reminiscent of that time when like games like Peggle were blowing up and I loved Peggle at the time. So I don't know why I thought I was too cool for Plants vs. Zombies when I was out there playing Peggle, um, but it's really fun. I, it's, it's worth it. I beat the whole game and I want to say like, and, it took me a couple of streams, so maybe like six hours or so. Uh, but yeah, I, it's very cheap and very fun. So if you've never played it before, if you also were a mobile game hater at the time this game was popular, get over yourself and give it a shot. It's fun, I promise you. And now my number one game from this year, from 2022, is technically not a game, so I'm sort of cheating. But I think that it really could be its own game or its own paid DLC, and it's insane that anybody gave this out for free if you already own the game. This developer is absolutely bonkers and generous, and it's the Stardew Valley Ginger Island DLC slash 1.5 update. They're one and the same, I'm pretty sure. Dude, I first of all, I love Stardew Valley already. Like, I love Stardew Valley. It's one of my favorite games of all time. And this update, like I said, it could have been a paid DLC. It could have even been like something like, you know, where they re quote, quote, like remaster a game and then re-release it with extra content. I'm looking at you, the Stanley Parable. Uh, this has more bonus content it, in it this has more new stuff than the stanley parable ultra deluxe and he just put it out as an update for free <laughs> like it extends the end game of stardew valley by so much there's so much to do and it's not like it's not like challenge e stuff like some of it is challenging don't get me wrong like you know you have to first like to unlock for example a certain building you have to do a bundle that includes an iridium wine which yeah that is that requires effort but it's not like you know grind out this and give me 500 starfruit iridium wines you know and i feel like a lot of times games go that route where it's just challenging to extend the time and it's like well you're not really you're just grinding you know that's not that's not actually a challenge. It's just grindy. And there's none of that there. And even the ginger Island access itself is not that hard. It's that's very like reasonable to get to. And I just, my, my only problem with Stardew Valley at all before this was that I would get to the end of like year two and I've done everything and it's winter and there's nothing else to do. So I would just stop playing. I've literally never had a save file go into year three. I've never gotten my grandpa evaluation and I have like 600 hours in the game. But this game, this DLC update gives you so much more to do and I think it just solves that problem. So I really like that. You can also, one thing I don't know if I mentioned, you can do these things now. When you start a new file, you can select to remix your bundles, which is also a fun challenge. Because, you know, the community center, you get so used to doing it a certain way that you, if you're like me, it can become a little autonomous where you're like, okay, it's spring, gotta go get X, Y, and Z, and you end up kind of inadvertently grinding the game anyway. 
and remixing the bundles made me play it in a way that I hadn't played before, which I thought was really cool. So I'm a huge fan of this update. I think it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, if you haven't played Sturdy Valley in a while, you should. I think mobile does not have this update yet, and that's the only place. So if you have it on any other platform, you've got this update, and you should 100% check it out. You don't have to start a new file, like you can just pick up your old file and it'll tell you that you have all this new stuff to do in it. It's it's really worth it. Um, I did two playthroughs of Stardew this year, I think. <laughs> and I'm actually, I'm thinking I'm going to do a stream playthrough again because I realized that in all this time that I've played Stardew Valley, I've never been able to bring myself to do the JoJo Mart route. Even when I started, I, I stopped because I didn't like it. But I think if I stream it, I think if I stream the Joja Mart route, I could put up with it because I think that would be a little fun to, you know, be evil on stream. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I do have the itch again to play Stardew. So it might be coming in the near future. So that's my top 10 from 2022 in all of the backlog stuff that I played. I did play a lot of stuff this year. But uh, not everything was great. <laughs> I'm going to try and play. I wrote down that I want to play at least 15 backlog games this year. So that way, you know, we'll have another solid 10 at the end of the year and maybe some honorable mentions and things like that. I'll be streaming some of them. Some of it I might play offline. I might not talk about every single game on the podcast, but I'll probably talk about a good chunk of them. We'll see. I do know some games I have in mind to play this year that I've been thinking I want to play. <laughs> I don't know. No promises on this. I might play the first one and not like it, but I do own Metal Gears 1, 2, and 3 now, so I might play that. I did just get the Final Fantasy 7 uh, Crisis Core remake, so I'm going to play that. And Parasite Eve is still on the list. I want to I wanna get through that. I have a copy of dirge of cerberus that the disc was not working properly i got it resurfaced i haven't tested it yet so dirge of cerberus is a maybe uh man i have so much stuff that i that i want to play i have jet set radio for the n64 uh wait no not that's not jet set radio is it jet, jet force gemini sorry <laughs> jet force gemini i do have Space Channel 9 for the Dreamcast. Like, I have so many good games that I want to get around to play. I actually even have a new game that I want to learn to speedrun, but I'm going to leave that as a surprise because it's a dumb as hell Sega Genesis game, and I think it would be fun to learn to speedrun it because it's short and really stupid. So keep it, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, what else? Man, there's just so much stuff. I'm you know, I'm probably not going to stream this, but I, like I said, I want to play Final Fantasy V and hopefully two as well. There's just so much. There's really, I, what did I, oh, Doom Eternal. I finally got Doom Eternal. I'm going to play that. I really like, when I, the part of the problem is I sit down and I get analysis paralysis because I'll sit down and I'm like, all right, which game do I want to play? And then I have to pick from all these games that I have and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just play Vampire Survivors. <laughs> So uh, that's how it's been going lately. Uh, so, or Stardew Valley is another intrusive one that never lets me get any other games played. But yeah, I, I, oh, Birth by Sleep. I've never finished Birth by Sleep. And I think I, this year, I'm going to try and make myself play through Birth by Sleep. We'll see. Uh, but that's, that's a look into the future. If you have any suggestions for games you think I should play, 
let me know. Let me actually, let's pull up 2022 releases. And I'll tell you the games that I know for a fact I'm going to try and play this year as far as new releases are concerned. 2022 game releases. You can hear me Google live. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's not 2022. We need to look up 2023. All right. We've got so many games coming. So like I said, uh, Fire Emblem, I've already got that ordered. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. I really liked Three Houses. Oh, the new Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. I mean, spoilers for next year's list. Unless they do something that to majorly fuck that up, that's probably going to be my number one game of 2023. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I, I've said that about other games before and stuff changed. Uh, I'm going to get that Kirby's Return to Dreamland remake for the Switch because I really loved that one Kirby game that came out this year. Um, and it made me want to go back and play other games. I don't think I'm going to get that f animated Bayonetta game. I'm pretty upset about Bayonetta 3, and that looks dumb, and I don't want it. <laughs> I will probably... Well, actually, it's a maybe for me, the new Legend of Zelda. The You know, it's not called Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm That's a maybe for me. We'll see. I liked Breath of the Wild, but I never finished it, so... I don't know if I'm going to be in a rush to go out and get it. I am, however, the other game that comes out in May that I'm going to get is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I love, I, I think a lot of times people are surprised to find out that I love the Arkham games. I do. They're like, Arkham Asylum is easily one of my top favorite games. Like, I I think those games are great. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about them. So I'm definitely going to get Suicide Squad. Uh, Diablo 4, I'm going to see how reviews are for that. And then that's a maybe for me as well, because I do want to get Diablo 4, but I just don't trust Blizzard. Blizzard has been putting out real stinkers lately. So I'm, I'm going to wait and see how it goes and then maybe get that. Final Fantasy 16 is an absolutely going to happen game. I'm going to get that. Uh, I'm not going to get Hogwarts Legacy. I've had a couple of people ask me, but I don't really have any interest in it. Um, Games that don't have solid dates but are allegedly coming out this year. I'll probably get Alan Wake 2 if it really does come out this year. I really liked the first Alan Wake. I don't think that it's aged well. <laughs> I will say that. I don't know that I would recommend anybody go out and play Alan Wake. Um, but I liked it when it was out. So I'm excited for the second one. Um, what else? What else is there? There's a lot of stuff. I kind of want that Pokemon. <laughs> well, it's not Pokemon. The... There's this game coming out. I can't remember what it's called. It's like a Pokemon knockoff. And the Pokemon all have like fucking bazookas and guns and shit. <laughs> and it looks insane. But it actually looks a little bit fun. So I want to play that. Uh, <laughs> I want to play knockoff. Knockoff whatever. Uh, I don't know if Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is supposed to come out this year. I don't think it is. But if that does, I would I would pick that up as well. Uh, man, there's a lot of stuff. There's just a lot of stuff coming out. So, but, so I, I imagine this being a busy year for gaming for me. And I'm also looking forward to little surprises that might come out. I, I like those. I like to be surprised. If the end of that sentence sounded a little funny, it's because a big old sneeze came and I had to edit that out. <laughs> so, um, but I got really excited because I just found out, I was just talking a month ago about how if they put this out, I would 100% play it. They're doing a Story of Seasons, A Wonderful Life remake. Um, that's exciting. I will play that. I will most likely play that. So in case you don't know, Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon. 
but Harvest Moon still exists as a franchise, but all the people who made Harvest Moon don't make that anymore, and it's a different game, and the game that you actually want if you miss Harvest Moon is Story of Seasons, and Story of Seasons is the one remaking all of the old Harvest Moon games under the moniker Story of Seasons. So it's very confusing, it's a whole thing, but all you need to know is A Wonderful Life is getting a remake, apparently, and I will be getting that, so that's exciting. Thank you again for being so patient. Uh, I'm very sorry that I just fell off the face of the earth for a few weeks there. But like I said, I did. I did. To be fair, I gave like a slight warning. <laughs> I, I didn't anticipate it to be this crazy, but December was definitely a whirlwind for me. So I'm really hoping for a, a relaxing couple of months here. And I anticipate keeping on top of the show. And I plan to. And I plan to stream. I have big plans. New year, new me. Uh, <laughs> as they say uh so hopefully i keep up on everything if you want to keep up with me you can follow the show on twitter which is np cree and also you can follow me on twitch which is twitch.tv slash kristen that's k-r-e-e-s-t-i-n and i also have a personal twitter you can follow me on as well which is linked to my twitch that's the easiest way to go find it i i have i'm on everything for you guys i'm on TikTok. I'm on Discord. I'm on Twitter twice. I'm on YouTube. Actually, yeah, big skip over there. If you want to watch my top 10 video of games that came out this year, it's youtube.com slash Kreesten, K-R-E-E-S-T-I-N. I put a lot of work into those videos, so if you want to check it out, I would really appreciate it. That'd be cool. But if not, that's cool too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I hope you keep listening this year to this podcast. I like doing it. It's fun to talk about games. I try to, I'm going to try to get into some of those themed episodes I talked about when I originally set out to do this podcast so hopefully we get to some of those soon and this year that's going to be it for this week again thank you for sticking around I appreciate all of you good luck have fun <laughs>